Welcome to Under the Veil, where we share tips to help you grow your photography and videography business. I am your host, Jessica Limas, and the goal for this podcast is to help you understand all the different moving pieces that play a part in the success of your business by talking with various wedding vendors in the food chain of weddings. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and come with me. Welcome back, everyone. I have a cup of coffee ready to go. And today I'm going to speak to an amazing wedding planner and stylist and somebody who has just such a unique vision. And I've been dying to have Gabby on. So Gabby, you are very welcome uh, on the podcast today. And my first question is, who is Gabby Kamitas? Hi, Jess. So nice to be here. Well, as you know, my name is Gabby Kamitas Petal, and I am a founder and creative director of Petal & Twine. And Petal & Twine is a creative studio, but we do wedding planning and wedding styling. Amazing. And the first time we met Gabby uh, was actually an unforgettable wedding um, in a cliff in Cork. And I think torrential, uh, like stormy, stormy day. And I remember just looking at you when, you know, things were blowing and things were crazy. And you just kept that smile going. And it was just so reassuring. We knew everything was going to be okay. I think it's a determination. And also it was so important for a couple to have the vows on the cliff. But no matter what, I suppose if it would have snow or hurricane would have come, it needed to happen. So also, I knew it. I could trust every single vendor. You know, I could be the best planner on planner on earth, but without the great vendors, not be able to do it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I have like really, you know, been dying to have you on the podcast because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about working, you know, with wedding photographers and videographers and, you know, just to see, you know, if you could give us any tips. I know I have some photographers dying to hear this episode. One in particular is the amazing photographer Ivana. And she asked, what is the best way to approach a wedding planner? And do wedding planners appreciate being approached by wedding photographers? So maybe if you could answer that for Ivana and also for all the other photographers who are dying to know. Well, to be honest, from my own perspective, I do like when I am approached. I usually would say, you know, for photographers or videographers or anybody else in the industry, if you approaching a wedding planner, you have to make sure that you are selecting the wedding planner this best match. So when you're approaching somebody, have a look at the website, at the Instagram, you know, the style, what they do. Is that what you do as well? Can you work together in the long run? And then it's about building a relationship, building that connection. You have to know each other. So for me, meeting you at the wedding, when I suggested you to my clients, I was so happy. I knew that the style, that your theme, you know, your husband and a wife, 
but as a photographer and videography together. So it means we're gonna have the same style of pictures. And you can keep that atmosphere for my clients. So when I was dying to meet you in a person and say, how are you, how can we work together? So those kind of elements are very important. Yeah, that makes so much sense because obviously you don't just want to maybe work once, you want to, you know, keep creating together and making sure that, you know, your work is what that planner, you know, works with and the style is the style that planner likes to work with, then obviously it's a great match. Absolutely. Look, I think we're always growing and trying to reach, well, at least some of us, the perfection or constantly moving forward so there is nothing you know we all maybe have people that we admire or we would like their style and would like to work with them and it's great but i think one of the most important keys have a look if they the same quality and they provide the same service yeah yeah the that's amazing. Uh, I have another question, Gabby, and um, it says, uh, does, you know, what is your view on having the photographer being involved with the couple's planning early on? Do you appreciate that or do you prefer to um, deal with all, you know, all the couple is yourself and then, you know, talk to the to the photographer uh, yourself and not have the photographer talk to the client? Oh, no, I like when a photographer talks to the clients. I think it's very important. It's the same if I suggest the photographer. I think it's good for the client to meet a photographer, have a chat, have a vibe, to see that you, both of you can bond, which is great if you can. If you can, sometimes it doesn't even work. And also, I prepare such a massive timeline for different vendors because I don't want to overwhelm anybody. So photo everybody works in a different style and I know that you have your list. And when a bride is aware of it, I can take some of the control and kind of go, what about this? We're gonna fix this part. I'm gonna talk to Jess and then so Everybody kind of feels like everyone is involved. So it kind of, I think, makes the client feel much better. Like, oh, that's great, you know? Yeah, and honestly, uh, for all the photographers listening, the best advice I was given is to talk openly with the planner about how they work and how they like to work. So, you know, it's important to not assume, right? Because every planner is different. Every stylist works differently. And some, you know, like yourself, like to have just a big team involved and uh, have, you know, all of, you know, the photographer and the videographer and the client involved with the same idea and then we're just working together but I know some planners uh, they like to take control of everything so you know it's I suppose it's important not to be afraid to be honest and just talk to the planner and ask her or him what is your preference right I think it's very important this is why I usually say it's about building relationship trusting each other and knowing that I can count on you on a day. Couple truly believes that no matter what happens, 
everything gonna get fixed. So let's say if something happens and I know that you're gonna be capturing, let's say details, some other shots and something is going on, I can come to you and say, look, Jess, we're just having a little bit of an issue if you don't mind to do something. So I'm being honest with you in that you know, moment, which is very important. Yes, that makes so much sense. And even uh, when we worked together the first time, I remember I was talking to Dan, you know, just about different things that I wanted to talk to you about. And he uh, remembered that before dinner, we went over to the room and there was, you know, the people in the venue were still setting things up. And then I asked, um, you know, how everything was going on and when I could come back to get photographs. And I remember you saying you came back and you were like, uh, this is, you know, the the, the, the sheet says it's going to be ready at seven and it will be ready at seven. And I remember that it was ready at seven and you and your team just <laughs> make magic happen. <laughs> oh, I love everything happening on time, but not always is the case, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. And you had a big wedding recently as well. How did that go? Um, I saw the photos online um, in Castle Martin. It looked amazing. Oh, it was such a beautiful wedding. Um, it was very intense to plan it and design it. Lots of changes been happening. It's lots of little details been implemented into wedding, like called foiling, very precise paper, even a seating chart was engraved with gold. So, so much been happening even before the wedding has happened. But I was thrilled with the vendors. You know, I knew that the flowers going to be ready on time. I can be doing other things. Couple is arriving. So, you know, I, I knew some guests are not coming the last minute. So I was trying to make sure everything is in order. Also, the weather was not the best and rainy. So we kind of, because we were hand in hand, everything kind of ran smoothly. So this is what I usually like a lot. Yeah, and that's a big thing and something maybe that comes into the tips of the do's section because um, sometimes, you know, the wedding day is busy for everyone involved and sometimes as photographers, we're thinking, you know, this is such a busy day, we have all of these things to get done, but the planner is having to deal with everything and everyone at the same time. So maybe, you know, like a good tip is to be a team player and, you know, know where you have to be, when you have to be. Uh, and if you can take, you know, uh, little steps that takes the pressure out of the planner, you know, know the schedule and know when things are happening so that the planner doesn't have to keep coming to you and letting you know things that you should know. This is why I usually try to give like a short brief, what is happening. Even when I talk to the clients originally, let's say if it is a wedding planning and before they made any bookings, I already know what kind of a couple it is and what they like and what they dislike. So then I usually would look at my list and I would go, okay, with whom I could work and what would be the best match for them. And then, of course, for me, I get usually about 
four to five hundred emails from the couples. I get WhatsApp messages. I get Instagram messages. You know, I'm I'm becoming like a best friend <laughs> that you have for a year or two. And then if I can see that they're very cautious or maybe they're not very comfortable in front of camera, I usually would go to photographer and see yourself and I go, guys, you know, this couple feels just, you know, a bit insecure or something. We need maybe a little bit more guidance. And then, you know, straight away, you know, okay, that's fantastic. So I can talk to them, you know, I can make them feel very kind of easy going. There is nothing to stress about. And they wouldn't, clients wouldn't know about that, but you would be aware of that. It would make you feel much better as well. So it's all about being a team. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about, um, you know, some things like little things that, you know, make you as a wedding planner love a photographer and a videographer and just, you know, keep wanting to work with them. Okay. So one probably of the you kind of knows, at least for me, if I can trust somebody. I, over the years, I have seen so much and <laughs> the things not been done and not delivered. I will never mention a name and keep it in a secret. <laughs> but one thing, if I can trust somebody, they polite, they, you know, if I can see beautiful pictures and then beautiful personality behind the camera and also the beautiful service and experience that a photographer delivers, then it makes me happy because every time when a wedding is finished, I get a long email from my clients and this brief that it goes, thank you very much for suggesting this photographer or videographer, your suggestion was right. It definitely met our needs and I kind of go, Okay, this is the most important thing. My clients are very important to me. I love them dearly. So I wish them, you know, the best wedding ever. So this is one of the keynotes. If somebody is really, you know, nice and down to earth and I can truly see that they love what they do. It's their passion, their lifestyle. We kind of live and breathe it. Yeah, you have to be passionate. You know, this is an industry that um, I think more so than many others that passion, you know, comes hand in hand with actually, you know, the know-how and you need to, be, you need to be able to show, um, you know, that you do love what you do. And, but also like you were saying, you need to trust, you know, that that photographer or videographer is going to deliver exactly what they said they would by the time they said they would with no excuses. And yeah. also, you know, go, you know, a little bit over and do a bit more, you know, it, it's always important to have, you know, a little surprise or something, you know, good to, to deliver um, more to, to the client and make not only yourself look good, but make the planner look good too. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I always, you know, deliver an extra. So it's not like I'm expecting from my vendors to do exactly the same, but if I can see that, I kind of usually go, oh, this is a bonus. So nice. Everyone <laughs> likes those little extras, right? <laughs> Everybody likes the little extras. I know that. 
Look, even on a day, it's so much to coordinate. And if I work with a photographer or videographer, and I know we need to take a group pictures or pictures maybe of the meal, of the speeches, you know, I can tell them if something is running behind or something happening. So they can be aware as well. Yeah, communication is, is always key. And like we were saying, open communication and trust. There's no point in hiding, you know, something, um, you know, because it's better it, it's better to be open and and talk and figure out the best plan because at the end of the day you want to make sure that the client has the best day everything that they were dreaming of and even more but so much goes on behind the scenes that the client doesn't see <laughs> oh yes a lot i think we all know it <laughs> Okay, uh, just before I let you go, Gabby, um, I wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about, like we were saying, uh, building trust and uh, little things that as a photographer and videographer, we can do to add and to be a team player. And one big thing, I suppose, is always, you know, answering emails from the wedding planner as soon as they come in and, you know, being on hand when, when the wedding planner needs something. Because at the end of the day, we might have that one client. And as a photographer working with the wedding planner, a lot of the times we might forget that our biggest client is the planner. And uh, even more so than our clients, of course, you're going to go and do 100% for your clients as well. But just to remember that the wedding planner is the person that sells you to the clients. They are the first base that the clients will, will know about you is the wedding planner, right? That's true. And even from the years of experience, anytime my client goes, Gabby, could you suggest a photographer? And I... I do have a long list, and of course, with some of you, I do have a great relationship and a friendships. And when I look and I always think, you know, of course, about the client and then about the photographer. And after, you know, years and years when it passed, I know how somebody works, how we respond. And I, trust me, I'm, I'm one of those things I, I understand how busy it can be specifically this year. It's been so hectic for everybody and everybody been so busy. Well, Say, if you have no time to respond to me, God forbid, you have my phone, you have WhatsApp, just text me. I'm extremely busy. I'll come back in a week time. At least I know I don't need to chase you every single day. But my client is getting really annoyed about something might be really minor, not very important. And me trying to manipulate the situations to make everything sound much better. So then at least I know, okay, those guys are very busy. They're shooting now. They'll come back in a week. It's fine. But if I hear nothing and I'm constantly trying to reach, you know, and try to figure out and put the plans, it kind of, it's delaying. And when I'm thinking, what is the problem? What's going on? Is that person always not responding? If a client will get in touch with you, they're going to complain. And I'm trying to avoid anybody complaining yeah um so gabby before you know we finish off i wanted to see you know where can people find petal and twine 
Well, I suppose they can find us in Junebug, in Style Me Printing, Instagram, of course, Google Pages. But I have to, well, I'm not going to reveal it for sure yet. But a petal and twine is growing, and we're going through the massive changes in the past year. So in about maybe two or three weeks, there is going to be a bigger news and a bigger change, but I'm very excited to tell. I wish I could tell it now, but I can't. <laughs> Oh, we're going to be so excited until the big change is revealed. And sure, we should have you back on again to talk to us about, you know, where, oh, where, where Petal and Twine is heading. Um, but thank you so much, Gabby, for your time. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you and to have you on the podcast. I'm sure everyone is dying to hear this episode. And now I can finally reveal who the planner was. I've been getting so many messages. Who are you going to speak to? And I just said, well, you guys have to wait and see. Um, but thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to work with you and always a pleasure to chat to chat to you and I'm really really looking forward to next time oh thank you so much for having me it's such a pleasure I love you guys both so much and it's always a pleasure to work with you so it's such a pleasure to chat to you as well take care bye so that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you once again for listening and for sending all your questions. It's amazing to have you with me. We would love it if you could take a few seconds to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Until next time. 